Hey, everybody, it's Andrea. Before we start today's show, I have a super quick announcement to share with all of you. Beginning in April, I'm going to be launching a series of college to career live weekend boot camps to help graduating seniors as well as juniors who are confused about what jobs or careers they might want to pursue when they graduate. So imagine going from confused to confident with at least three different career options you'd be psyched to explore by the end of day one of the boot camp. And then learning the tools, tactics, and the strategies to find those jobs by the end of day two. The boot camp is live and it's led by me over Zoom. And you can learn more about it at College to Career Academy. That's college, the number two, career dot academy. Or you can just look me up on LinkedIn and check out the featured section of my LinkedIn page. I can't imagine a better graduation gift for the college students in your life. Thanks so much for listening, and I know you're going to enjoy my next incredible guest. Hi there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Jim Quick. Two final questions, Jim, and these are questions I try to ask all time for coffee guests. You've already talked about that time in your youth when you really struggled. You were you had that personal struggle. But I'm curious on the professional front if yeah. you've ever faced any big challenges. And most important here is how you persevered and if there was a lesson that you learned in the process, because I think it's so easy for our young listeners, our young viewers to look at someone like you and say, oh, yes, you know, Jim really had a mm -hmm. tough time until he was in college. And then fortunately, he was able to teach himself out of his dilemma. And ever since then, it's been smooth sailing. I, I feel everything you're, you're, you're saying, because I think everyone has had that, that experience. And I, I've had so many of these. So here is, I'm just thinking about which one to choose, because I believe that these mistakes are stepping stones and that maybe failure is not the opposite of success. Maybe it's part of success. Maybe if that failure is not an option, then neither is success. I think Seth, Seth Godin said something like that. And so what I would say is I've had a number of challenges along the way in my career over a few decades. One of the most recent ones I'll, I'll share is just this past year. You know, I know a lot of us are in a new environment, you know, they call it like a new normal. But this book was my very first book. And people ask, 
I don't usually talk about this, but why I waited so long to write this book. And the truth is, I'm um, still very introverted. I'm also painfully shy. It's not something that I, you know, I've had book deals or go on media offers or franchising opportunities, all these ways of of sharing by my purpose. But I never said yes ever because I didn't want to be famous. I just want to help people. But a couple of years ago, I was in a car accident and I almost died and put things in perspective and made me think about legacy and what I leave behind. And so part of what my answer came up with was to write this book because fundamentally, I feel like I'm a reading teacher, you know, and so... I wanted to share books that shaped my life. I mentioned, you know, my path. And I'd be remiss if I didn't do that and regret that. And so I signed the book deal the next day after that. But when the book launched, it was scheduled to come out in late April of last year. And really, the begin where everything was locked down and I had this opportunity to move it the launch date to some future date. And I said, no, you know, this book is more than a book on speed reading, remember names and learning languages. This is a book about managing your mind in times of crisis. This is a time about how to optimize your, your productivity, your, your focus when you're learning or working from home. This is a thing about learning a new skill or a new subject if you know huge industries have just disappeared or been disrupted. So I chose the challenge was to launch this book. And I had 34 speaking engagements at that time set up. The big ones, South by Southwest. I had a big Barnes and Noble national tour that was set up. A hundred percent of everything got canceled. One hundred percent. And so, one of the biggest challenges I had was how do I get my life's work that I've waited three decades to produce to the world when like everything just turned off almost overnight. And what I would the lesson is I've trained myself to ask this question, and I would offer this to everybody who's listening: is to ask this dominant question when you're faced with challenge. Where's the gift in this? Where is the gift in this? You know, as an example, my two biggest challenges growing up as a child were learning and public speaking. Now, the universe has a sense of humor because what do I do all day, every day is I public speak on this thing called learning. And what I would say is, where's the gift in in these kind of challenges? And maybe things aren't happening to you. Maybe they're happening for you. And maybe it's a limited idea that things are happening to you, limited idea, entertain a lie. Maybe what if it's happening to you and asking yourself a new question saying, where's, where's the opportunity in this? Where, where's the gift in this? So me being regulated for being at home, I haven't gone on a plane in a year, you know, all this stuff says, wow, you know, and so I, I pivoted and we put everything online, you know, instead of doing these live gatherings at these big conferences, we started to do these podcast interviews. We started to do Instagram lives. We started to digitize everything, be able to get the word out there. And honestly, I did more uh, connections and reach more people working digitally and remotely than I ever could fit into a ballroom or traveling, you know, to another, to another country. And so I would say is going back to these things about difficult times, that these difficult times can define us, these difficult times can diminish us, or these difficult times can, can develop us. And I would say, find the opportunity in, in the things in your current situation and own it and find the benefit of these. Because no matter your age or stage, because I know people are watching this everywhere in different places in their life, many people are paralyzed by the thought of making a mistake. But just remember, I mean, you can even write this down, that mistakes are proof that we're trying, right? And when you learn from them, you have the power to turn, they have the power to turn you into something better than you were 
before. And also just a reminder to everybody here that you are not your mistakes. When you make a mistake, keep in mind that it doesn't mean anything about you as an individual or a person. Many people make the mistake and jump to the conclusions about their, about their self-worth. And just remember that no one is perfect and that's okay. That you make mistakes, but mistakes don't make you. And they are here to guide you. They're here to not define you. And when you place them underneath your feet and use them as stepping stones to rise up to another level, because everybody makes mistakes and it's not how we're going to make mistakes, but how we're going to deal with them that more defines us. And you don't even have to be proud of your mistakes, but you can be proud that you grew from them and they made you into a better person, the person that you are today, right? And so what I would say is challenging times, they reveal character, they reveal our commitments. And right now it's, it's hard. So self-kindness is so important. Have compassion for yourself. You know, if, if you're not making the progress that you hope, don't compare yourself to everybody else. That's not the goal, right? The goal, envy is, the, as they say, is the thief of joy. Compare yourself to the best version of yourself. Compare yourself to the person who you were yesterday. And I feel like that if you had that in mind, that we, we could adopt more of that mindset, it'll give us some kind of peace and less judgment about ourselves where we could go and be compassionate to ourselves. If we're facing something the world's never faced before, and but if we keep showing up, if we always work hard, if we're always committed to learn you know, along the way, if, we, if we're kind to other people, the results will, will show up for ourselves. Oh, that was so beautiful, Jim. And thank you so much for sharing all of that. And and I'm so sorry to hear about that terrible accident that you were in. But I mean, look at what it produced. Look at what it produced. And I think everybody that who's watching this, we've all had a set of challenges and adversity. But I bet you some people who are here listening to this, they've gone through some challenges that maybe they went wish upon anybody, but they wouldn't change it for themselves. That through that challenge, they, they found something. Maybe they found clarity about what's important to them. Maybe they found what they're capable of. You know, part of this process that we're going through is not just learning new skills and committing, is really self-care. And part of self-care is, is self-love, is falling in love with that person in the mirror who's been through so much, but is still standing. Right. And and so I would remind you that, you know, that self-esteem and self-confidence, all that's built around self because you're not going to get that from somebody else. You know, going back to personal responsibility, I would say to to have that extreme ownership, you know, over over yourself, be responsible. And because, you know, when we blame, we put the power outside. Right. When we make excuses, I feel like that we use an immense amount of energy. It takes an immense amount of time for something and nothing changes because of it. And what I would say to everybody is take small, simple steps. And I call them S3s. What is the tiniest action you could take? Don't don't Thinking is good, but overthinking and wanting to be perfect, you're not going to, you're just going to cease progress before it even starts. How can you break this down into something really small? What is the tiniest action you could take right now that will give you progress towards your goal or maybe you can't even fail? You know, if it's something simple like, hey, I just want to, Jim says, as your body moves, your brain grooves. When you move, you create brain-derived neurotrophic factors, which are like fertilizer for your brain cells. And but I'm not exercising because of, you know, the gyms are closed and everything else. So maybe it's not like working out for 45 minutes. Maybe that's too big. Maybe a small, simple step is to put on your running shoes today. People see pictures of me and Oprah or Elon Musk or any of these individuals. We bonded over books. I always say leaders are readers. But if you're not reading every single day for like, you know, half an hour or 45, maybe that's too big. Maybe a small, simple step 
opening up the book, reading one line in a book. How can you break this down so it's super, super simple and not overcomplicate things? Part of success is getting rid of the excess stuff and making it more elegant. And so what what is the fundamentals? What are the principles? What are the things that will make the biggest difference in your life? And focus on those. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.